Welcome to Chicago History and Automotive Heaven. World-class restaurants, arts, entertainment, and theaters. First skyscraper, 1890. Tallest buildings, beautiful lakefront. Stories on pioneers and industry leaders that made a difference in America. Take me out to the ball game today, folks. Today is opening day at Wrigley Field. But let me give you a little insight into uh, baseball and where it originated and when. On Thanksgiving Day, 1887, the popular American sport called baseball was invented in Chicago, Illinois. The first game was played... For a ball, they actually took an old boxing glove and tied it up. And for a bat, they actually used a broomstick. Well, today's our uh, opening day for the uh, most watched baseball team, most popular baseball team in the world, and that is the Cubs. They're playing their home opener at Wrigley Field. Somewhere down the road during this season, we'll see how they're playing in that, we're going to do the history of the Chicago Cubs and Wrigley Field. But today we're going to just hit on a couple of high spots about the Windy City glory. Originally, that was one of their monikers that they had. Uh, but uh, the original cost of the stadium was actually $250. Seating currently, the capacity is 39,086. Originally, back in 1916, the seating was 18,000. It peaked in 1928 where they had actually 40,000 people. The largest crowd ever to attend a game at Wrigley Field was the Cubs versus the Brooklyn Dodgers on June 27, 1930, where they actually had 51,556 people paid admission. There was a lot of people out there. I'd say over 10,000, uh, 15,000 people standing watching that game. The field is actually grass. A lot of your ballparks don't have. They have artificial stuff. Uh, but uh, it is also the 100-year anniversary for the Chicago uh, Cubs Wrigley Field. You know, a little bit about uh, William Wrigley Jr. Now, he came from the empire of chewing gum. Well, he was uh, involved with the Cubs when he bought the Cubs and took over and everything. The Wrigley Company actually owned five manufacturing plants for chewing gum in five countries. Can you imagine that, folks? Back in the early 1900s, around the turn of the century. The reason I'm mentioning William Wrigley Jr. is because he was the guy. You guys are sitting at the ballpark or even sitting in front of your TV watching the game. We'll take a look at the ivy. We're the only park in the world that has ivy growing on a wall. And the scoreboard set up the way it is. It's the closest to the, uh, uh, to the batter's box. Uh, but it's never been hit by a baseball, the scoreboard. 
It was back in 1951 hit by a golf ball. They were doing some uh, driving at Wrigley Field, but it was never hit by a baseball. Interesting. But uh, William Wrigley Jr. actually was the the key guy to the way the park looks. And, um, boy, he just made it so much fun. But... Let me uh let me just take this a little bit further. How did Chicago Cubs become the most popular baseball team in the league? Number one, WGN radio and television. Uh William Wrigley Jr. from the very beginning started broadcasting the games on radio. Uh, and then when television got popular, they broadcast the games on television. So if you were a baseball fan, and don't forget, GN were, was a power station, still is today, 50,000 watts plus. Television goes into, I think, 47 states now. So if you were a baseball fan, you were able to turn on the game on radio or television. So when the Cubs came to your town, you wanted to go see them. Also, Mr. Wrigley was uh, a pretty sharp businessman, kind of knew taking care of the fans, being being there for them, you know, the the ivy, the bleachers. There's so many things we'll touch on in another show, but he hired Bill Veck Jr. as vice president of the clubs for a number of years. Well, Bill Veck Jr. was from the media, newspaper, radio. So he hired a guy that right off the bat started pitching the media uh, about the Chicago Cubs. So uh, I think a few years later he actually... Uh, made Vec president of the Cubs. But when he was vice president, he was also general manager, and you'd see him out on the field with the um, players and that. So kind of an interesting thing. You know, it's gone pretty far. Uh, I really wish the Cubs a lot of uh, great things to happen in the near future. Uh, boy, I'm hearing a lot of things on the streets Lately, because of the new uh, group that purchased the uh, Cubs, the the Rickett family, uh, folks, all I want to say, you know, I like to do positives. All I want to say is give these guys a chance. Let's see what they do. Let's see. They're bringing in some talent. They're talking about a few years down the road where the team comes together. They start playing as a unit, new guys, and the uh, seasoned uh, ball players and that. So, um yeah, they've made a lot of changes at the park. Things are a little more expensive. But you got to look at the the full picture, folks. They paid a billion dollars for the team. they got to start making some money back. So give them a chance. Let's see where they go. Um, like I say, I wish them well. In fact, uh, we're going to be contacting them. Uh, I'm going to try to even maybe get a representative from their park uh, from the team to come here and actually do a radio show with us about the history of the Cubs. I've purchased a number of wonderful books printed about the Cubs. 
There are so many wonderful stories that, um, well, really, uh, really rock you when you, when it comes down to what, what transpired. And, um, you know, I am a premier tour guide of Chicago, one of the finest. There's a, a number of tour guides all over Chicago. Uh, but I'm asked a lot of people that come from other countries and that and other states, you know, they're going to be going to a, a Cub game. Number one, anybody listening to this show, if you're, you know, this show is broadcast on Talk Zone all around the world. If you come to Chicago and uh, you, you're going to be going to a uh, a Cub game at Wrigley Field, let's say you're staying downtown or near the downtown district, go and take an L train to the park. I think it's the blue line. But but check when you go to uh, uh, the L stations and um, take the train. From downtown Chicago to Wrigley Field, it'll take you about um, take you about maybe 12 to 15 minutes, depending on the train schedule. If you try to take a bus, a cab, or any a cab, I have talked to people from downtown to Wrigley Field, Cost close to $100. Traffic on a day game, you know, they have uh, close to 40,000 people show up, uh, will actually be in excess uh, of, of $100. A bus ride will take, could take you more than an hour, hour and a half. So best tip I can give you, if you're going to be in Chicago and you want to go see our famous Cubs, take the L train uh, to Addison and you get off and it's like less than a block away. You're right there at the field and then have some fun in that district. Get there early. Uh, all the bars and restaurants and all of that are open, but there's also vendors selling, uh, t-shirts and all kinds of, uh, wonderful, um, souvenirs that you could pick up, uh, on our Chicago Cubs. I know everybody wants that. Two Chefs Cafe and Catering, 3 South Center Street, Bensonville, Illinois. Call 630-766-6030. Quality food, cozy atmosphere. Let us cater your next event. Have your next party or event at Two Chefs. Weddings, birthday parties, showers, funeral luncheons. We can accommodate parties from 10 people to 150 in our elegant establishment. Call 630-766-6030. Mention Chicago History and Automotive Heaven and get 15% off. Folks, email me. Let me know what you think of our show, but also I will get you a voucher. I'll email you back a voucher to get 15% off a meal at Two Chefs Cafe and Catering. Dr. James Izzo, DDS, Miles of Smiles Dental Work, General Dentistry. Call 708 983 3670. We're located at 7234 West North Avenue. That's Cameo Towers in Elmwood Park, Illinois. Call our office and mention Chicago History and Automotive Heaven and get a special on teeth bleaching, teeth whitening, folks. Normally it goes for $199. Mention our show and you get it for $89. Call 708 983 3670. Folks, also, you can go to our website and all of our sponsors are listed. Please patronize our sponsors because without them, we will not be on the air.
Magic Video and Television Productions. Complete wedding package includes church ceremony, reception, cake cutting, toast, first dance, and much more. Anniversary, retirement parties, banquets, reunions, any special event. Quality work with digital cameras dedicated to make your event special and memorable. Call 312-450-2750. We capture those treasured moments forever. Man, I'm into this music. This is like really gives me a little rocking beat when I get started back into the show. I'm your host, Richie Z. Listen, folks, I have a a little offer for you from uh, Two Chefs Cafe and Catering. I have a $25 gift certificate to give away. The fifth email that I receive, and I would prefer a question. You know, we do that segment, if you have an automotive glitch, don't bitch, email Rich. Well, now's a season where uh, I can really help you out with your car. Maybe we'll be doing some tips uh, later on today or in the next shows on uh, cleaning your car up and getting it ready for the summer season. But the fifth email I receive at R A U T O M D at gmail.com, R Auto M D at gmail.com. And I'll send you a gift certificate for $25 to Two Chefs Cafe and Catering. Boy, you gotta go check out that place. If you're looking for wonderful food and an elegant establishment, a cozy little atmosphere, Two Chefs Cafe and Catering is the place. It's 3 South Center Street in Bensonville, Illinois. You know, today we're gonna sit back. I want you to sit back and relax and enjoy one of my premier tours of Chicago. I've done a lot of them. I've done a lot of public speaking throughout the years. I've done uh, tips on energy savings, automotive uh, uh, conventions and stuff. So today we're going to do uh, a little bit about Chicago. I've been getting some emails and uh, you guys are asking for tips and, and, and things on Chicago. You love the little knowledge that I'm able to give you. So let's start out uh, on our lakefront. I, I call that the jewel of, of Chicago. You know, Buckingham Fountain is, is just gorgeous. I think it's going to be about another month. I think it's like in May where they finally turn it on again. But that was actually done um, uh, because of Clarence Buckingham actually passing away. Christina Buckingham, his sister, actually put that up as a tribute to his life. But she was also an advocate in preserving the lakefront. So um, that thing's been around since the 20s. It is one of our jewels on the lakefront. If you have an opportunity this summer, definitely check out Buckingham Fountain. One big tip, because I did a lot of uh, night tours downtown last year, check it out after dark, after 8 o'clock at night. Uh, they turn on the lights, and it is spectacular. They have a computer wired into it now where there's different colors of lighting throughout the fountain and that, and the fountain shooting up in the air. You know, another thing, too, uh, that fountain is the opening scene to a television series that I think everybody can relate to, and that's Married with Children. 
uh, Al Bundy and the, and the family. But in the opening scene, they actually have Buckingham Fountain. So I've uh, I've been there many a time. You know what's wonderful about Chicago and and things like that? Don't just look at that. Look at all the people around, and you'll see kids from eight months to eighty years old looking at that fountain, touching it, throwing pennies in, but you'll see a big smile on their faces. That's what Chicago's all about, and I want you to go and enjoy it. Well, let's start out with the uh, uh, land, the square uh, footage of uh, land that we have on the lakefront is 230 square uh, miles throughout the whole city of Chicago. The estimated uh, amount of residents, according to our last census, is 2.7 million people. But I think there was a lot of people that did not fill out the census forms for a number of reasons. We won't get into that. Uh, but I think Chicago has an excess of 3 million people. Chicago is uh, really has in excess of 200 theaters. You know, throughout the years, I've been to a lot of the theaters in the downtown district. Five theaters were built by the uh, Raft brothers, Cornelius and Julius Raft. Chicago Theater, uh, the uh, Ford Theater, it's known as now, was originally, well, it's the uh, was originally the uh, Oriental Theater, but even before the Oriental, uh, it was the theater that was downtown that had a, a massive fire in it, the Iroquois uh, fire, uh, where people uh, lost their lives. In fact, I want to just mention one thing. You know, when it comes to tragedies and things happening in Chicago, but I think in all around the world, we learn something. And the biggest thing that we learned, but everybody else jumped on board with us, was any industrial building like that, a theater or any kind of uh, complex where you have a lot of people in, they made the doors open outward. The reason that a lot of people lost their lives because the doors opened inward and it, people just piled up at the doorways. So kind of an interesting thing. But uh, Chicago has over 200 movie theaters. Boy, I tell you, any kind of play you want to see, musical, drama, comedy, Chicago is the place. Um, people always talk about New York and that. Well, believe me, folks, since the 1800s when they started building these wonderful theaters in downtown Chicago, um, we have been really respected with the uh, theater district in Chicago. We have nearly 200 art galleries throughout the city and suburbs. We have over 550 restaurants in the city of Chicago. Now, being a tour guide, but also uh, being a kind of sewer of food, I love good food. And people say, what's your favorite? Well, good food is my favorite. So I have to mention one thing because people ask all the time, well, what's your favorite? What's this? What's that? Well, when it comes to restaurants and ethnic restaurants in Chicago, if you can't find a good ethnic restaurant in Chicago, you're not looking hard enough because we are noted in restaurant magazines and that. 
as far as being one of the top cities in the world when it comes to food. From fine dining all the way down to fast foods. Uh, you know, some of the restaurants that I, oh gosh, I, I hate to even do this, but one comes to mind right away and I just love, I love the restaurant itself because of the way it's, uh, the motif inside and that. And that is, uh, Italian Village downtown on Monroe Street. But it's been there since 1927. It is the oldest Italian restaurant in Chicago. Now, I frequented a lot throughout the years. Uh, it's got, it's got that flavor of Italy. When you walk in, it just, it takes you, and you, there's like little romantic places. You can sit in the bar area. The bar is beautiful, all done up in wood. You know, I normally don't drink unless I'm alone or with somebody, so I've been known to be in that bar. But, uh, there's so many wonderful restaurants. If you are visiting Chicago, I want to mention one thing because when you come to Chicago, you probably stay in a nice hotel. So for all you that are going to be visiting Chicago, I want you to go to the concierge in the hotel. This is the best advice I can give you because the concierge will turn you on to some fine dining, theater, museums, entertainment, you name it. But also they may be able to turn you on to uh, a ticket to a restaurant where you get a free drink, a bottle of wine, uh, 10% off your meal, something like that, or, or half price off admission on the second person to the, to the museums or something. So always check with the concierge. You know, people have asked me about, you know, certain restaurants. And if you're staying downtown to get to the restaurant and back, um, would probably cost you 50, 60 dollars in a cab ride. Why do that when we have some really great restaurants downtown? So kind of, you know, make sure that you uh, plan out your trip, see what you want to do, and enjoy Chicago. You know, Chicago has 26 miles of lakefront. Interesting story about Chicago. We are the only city in the world that have a park on our waterfront. There is no other city in the world that has a park, even 10% of the park that we have on the lakefront of Chicago. You know, we have 360 acres of parkland on the lakefront of Chicago. We're going to be doing a story about that also. Uh, but just to give you a couple of tips about it, a couple of interesting points, Lake Michigan used to be a block away from Michigan Avenue. Now, what happened? How did this all become a mile away from Michigan Avenue? Well, the Great Fire of 1871, where over 4,000 buildings burnt to the ground, 300 people lost their lives. They pushed all the debris into Lake Michigan. And the Grand Park is built on the bed of the ashes of the great Chicago fire. Um, you know, uh, also I want to mention that uh, in Chicago we're proud to have uh, all kinds of ethnic people, people from all over the world have settled in Chicago. We have 36 annual parades, and what's really cool is we do it around uh, uh, the lakefront. There's Balbo Drive, uh, 
uh, between Michigan Avenue and Lakeshore Drive, and that's where most of our parades actually go down. Magic Video and Television Productions. Complete wedding package includes church ceremony, reception, cake cutting, toast, first dance, and much more. Anniversary, retirement parties, banquets, reunions, any special event. Quality work with digital cameras dedicated to make your event special and memorable. Call 312-450-2750. We capture those treasured moments forever. Two Chefs Cafe and Catering, 3 South Center Street, Bensonville, Illinois. Call 630-766-6030. Quality food, cozy atmosphere. Let us cater your next event. Have your next party or event at Two Chefs. Weddings, birthday parties, showers, funeral luncheons. We can accommodate parties from 10 people to 150 in our elegant establishment. Call 630-766-6030. Mention Chicago History and Automotive Heaven and get 15% off. Folks, email me. Let me know what you think of our show, but also I will get you a voucher. I'll email you back a voucher to get 15% off a meal at Two Chefs Cafe and Catering. Magic Video and Television Productions. Complete wedding package includes church ceremony, reception, cake cutting, toast, first dance, and much more. Anniversary, retirement parties, banquets, reunions, any special event. Quality work with digital cameras dedicated to make your event special and memorable. Call 312-450-2750. We capture those treasured moments forever. Welcome to the premier tour of Chicago. Today we're touching on uh, just a few of the wonderful things in the city that I love, Chicago, Illinois. You know, the lakefront we've been talking about a little bit. Um, we actually have 19 miles of lakefront bicycle and jogging paths. When they designed all of this stuff, if you go down to the lakefront, um, you could run or <clears throat> actually ride your bike, not only on concrete, but there's actually areas where there's blacktop, and there's actually some areas where they have mulch down. So it's like uh, jogging or, or riding your bike on uh, areas that are soft. We have 552 parks throughout the city of Chicago. You know, uh, Chicago has a number of nicknames, and I'm just going to mention a few. I think we've covered a couple of these, though, in the, in previous shows. We're called the Windy City. We're called the City of Big Shoulders because of our hearts. We're called the Second City. And we also have the moniker of the City That Works. You know, we're the only city in the world, talking about our lakefront, our waterfront, and all of that, that actually took on Mother Nature back in 1890 and successfully reversed the flow of the Chicago River. And at 1900, we actually uh, 
turned the flow around and sent the water in the Chicago River down um, to the Mississippi River and down to St. Louis. Kind of an amazing feat when you think about it back in 1900 to be able to achieve something like that. But it needed to be done because of uh, we were dumping a lot of our waste into the river at the time. And it was flowing, it was the same level as the Chicago was, uh, Great Lakefront, Lake Michigan. So we were actually contaminating our drinking water. But can you imagine doing that, uh, you know, reversing the flow of the Great Chicago uh, River? The first skyscraper, now I've, um, but this one's not in existence anymore. The world's first skyscraper uh, was the Home Insurance Building. And that was built in 1885. It was 10 stories tall. Now, I always really called the Monagnac building downtown the first skyscraper in the world. Um, and that was built in 18, it was completed in 1890. And the reason I refer to it as the, uh, uh tallest building is it's still standing to this very day, folks. It's 20 stories tall. And there was no steel built into that building. It was all done with masonry. The walls at the base are actually uh, six feet wide to hold up the building. But, uh, you know, when you think about it, uh, they build buildings today, and they're starting to sink, settle, and do a lot of different things. Well, these buildings from the past have not shifted, moved, or settled. When they put them in, they stayed where they're supposed to be. We're going to be bringing in somebody from the uh, building industry from downtown. Uh, I'm working on I'm working on a number of shows, but I'm working on one show especially about the buildings downtown. And being a historian, the one thing I love more than anything is starting to work on a story and learn a lot. Well, I'm learning a lot about some of the buildings downtown with their foundations. Um, not having heating systems. There's going to be a lot of interesting topics we're going to uh, touch on. The first United States presidential debate was broadcast from Chicago, Illinois, on CBS Studios on September 26, 1960. The debate was between John Fitzgerald Kennedy and Richard Milhouse Nixon. Now, the interesting part about this, I remember this when I was a kid. Uh, the most interesting part of that story is if you watch the debate on television, you said that Kennedy won the debate. If you listen to the debate on radio, you said Nixon won the debate. Reason being, Kennedy was charismatic. But he was so smooth, so cool. Nixon was constantly had eye movement. He was perspiring really bad. Um, you know, anytime they did any television back in those days especially, but I even remember when I got started in eight, uh, 1989, you had to light things up really, really well. And back then the lights were bright, but they were very hot also. They would heat up the room. So... But that's interesting because that was the first presidential debate in Chicago, Illinois. You know, another interesting point, if you're on Michigan Avenue 
um, you'll see the Hilton Hotel on Michigan Avenue near Roosevelt. It's it's really at uh, 9th Street, 8th and 9th Street uh, on Michigan Avenue. Now, originally that hotel was the Stevens Hotel, and it was completed in 1927. That hotel actually cost in excess of $45 million back in the 20s to build. It was the most grand hotel in the world when it was completed. It had 3,000 rooms, and I remember seeing one of the flyers when it when they came out, the invitations they sent out to people uh, when the hotel opened. It said, a bath in every room. Folks, before that time period, they would put baths for like 10 rooms on the hallway. So um, this hotel had a bath in every room. Well, the Stevens family, they're in the Depression, actually filed bankruptcy and lost that hotel. Heck, we're gonna, I'll just hit you with a couple of the points. Building went up for sale after in the 30s, uh, during the Depression. The building was estimated at around 30 million, but there was nobody around to buy it during the Depression. Federal government bought that building for six million dollars and turned it into an army barracks. We're going to be doing stuff about hotels in downtown Chicago, but uh, Hilton bought that after World War II, and we're so fortunate that he did because that is a wonderful hotel. But that's where President Kennedy stayed. On the roof of the hotel, they have these, uh, they call them presidential suites. So kind of an interesting point. Uh, Chicago's own Jane Adams. She was the founder of Hull House. She was the first uh, Nobel Peace Prize woman, the first woman Nobel, Nobel Peace Prize winner in 1931. She opened Hull House in Chicago to help immigrants back in 1889. You know, um, I think part of this thing I said earlier about city with big shoulders and that, We've always been there to help people. Gosh, I don't even know where to take this one, but I've done so much research on this, and I was going to do one show on all of it, but I don't think uh, we could do one show on each and every one of these and have enough time. But I'm going to touch on it right now. The term jazz was actually coined in Chicago, Illinois, by a city native musician and uh, his name was Benny Goodman, and a drummer that used to play with Goodman periodically was from Chicago also, and his name was Gene Krupa. Big band sound in Chicago, um, we were the place. I mean, entertainment-wise, you know, the wealthy lived here. So in the early 1920s, with these hotels and uh, theaters and dance halls and all of that, we were the key place, but jazz was like really, I want to say perfected in Chicago, or they brought forth what people really loved about it, uh, but not only jazz, because blues was around for a long time also, and a lot of uh, musicians from the South came to Chicago. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to tell you something. I guarantee you there's something in our water 
because when these guys came here from the south, they took blues music and actually completely changed the whole tempo, the rhythm, the uh, message it was giving out, and it was all done in Chicago. And just like jazz, blues became more popular than it ever was. And it was around for so many years before that. Big band era we talked about a little bit. You know, there's so many entertainers. Um, Benny Goodman was one of them, Krupa. Uh, but I remember uh, reading a whole story about Lawrence Walk used to bring. Uh, he was from California originally. He'd bring his big band sound, and they'd, they'd be playing in Chicago for engagements for three to six months. And then a music that I uh, kind of grew up with, my folks really liked it, and that is polka music. Polka music's been around for 200 years plus. Uh, but a group of musicians, again, in Chicago, uh, one guy back in the uh, 40s started to uh, really uh, change it. His name was Little Wally. But along came Marion Lush and Eddie Bozoinczyk and Eddie Zima. But they turned this polka music into something very, very unique, an upbeat, an up-tempo. Um, an interesting part of Chicago-style polka music is the musicians actually don't play off of uh, sheet music. They actually play independent of each other, and it uh, it really, really is has brought an interesting sound uh, into uh, Chicago. In fact, I've talked to a number of people uh, about this, and uh, I'm hoping to be able to bring in some people that uh, are really involved in this. In fact, I talked to a, a gentleman that's been uh, making records and been on the radio. <clears throat> in fact, I talked to him last Sunday at a uh, at a funeral uh, memorial, and uh, he's been on the radio since 1950. So hopefully we'll be able to get him in here and do some uh, thing about polka music. You know, again, uh, I want to mention something a little bit about our lakefront and that and how it kind of became uh, what we have today. Well, it all started really when the rich people put up their money for the 1893 World's Fair. We wanted it here, and we really did a uh, went out of our way to, to to do it. We actually took up for the eighteen ninety three World's Fair. We took up six hundred and twenty acres of land on the lakefront <coughs> and going south. But also, it was the most spectacular World's Fair ever in the history of the World's Fair. Ten years earlier. They claimed that that was the most spectacular World's Fair. It was held in France, and I I believe everything I've read, it, it really was amazing. They built the Eiffel Tower. Well, Chicago really worked hard on putting something together that would blow that away totally, which they ended up doing. Our Ferris wheel uh, was invented for the 1893 World's Fair, and a gentleman named George Ferris actually built that first Ferris wheel. It held over 2,100 people. It took about a half hour to go completely around. Just to give you an idea, if you've ever been downtown and you've seen the beautiful Ferris wheel at Navy Pier that we have there right now, 
it was twice the size of that and then some. So give you kind of an interesting idea. But one of the other things was all the stuff that debuted from sewing machines to uh, um, automatic dishwashers, uh, Cracker Jack, pencils. It was all at our 1893 World's Fair. One day we'll do a, a complete show on uh, that. But uh, the most amazing factor, and everybody always thinks it's a Ferris wheel, but the electricity was relatively new. Nikolai Tesla was in Chicago, and he was the one that actually orchestrated the current, the AC current that we even know today. And uh, because of him and the AC current, it was the first time ever in the history of the world that they had 10,000 lights and they flicked the switch, and it lit up the lakefront. So it was an amazing feat that uh, happened on Chicago's lakefront. Magic Video and Television Productions. Complete wedding package includes church ceremony, reception, cake cutting, toast, first dance, and much more. Anniversary, retirement parties, banquets, reunions, any special event. Quality work with digital cameras dedicated to make your event special and memorable. Call 312-450-2750. We capture those treasured moments forever. Dr. James Izzo, DDS, Miles of Smiles Dental Work, General Dentistry. Call 708 983 3670. We're located at 7234 West North Avenue. That's Cameo Towers in Elmwood Park, Illinois. Call our office and mention Chicago History and Automotive Heaven and get a special on teeth bleaching, teeth whitening, folks. Normally it goes for $199. Mention our show and you get it for $89. Call 708-983- 3670. Folks, also, you can go to our website and all of our sponsors are listed. Please patronize our sponsors because without them, we will not be on the air. Two Chefs Cafe and Catering, 3 South Center Street, Bensonville, Illinois. Call 630-766-6030. Quality food, cozy atmosphere. Let us cater your next event. Have your next party or event at Two Chefs. Weddings, birthday parties, showers, funeral luncheons. We can accommodate parties from 10 people to 150 in our elegant establishment. Call 630-766-6030. Mention Chicago History and Automotive Heaven and get 15% off. Folks, email me. Let me know what you think of our show, but also I will get you a voucher. I'll email you back a voucher to get 15% off a meal at Two Chefs Cafe and Catering. You're listening to TalkZone.com, Internet Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Richie Z. I'm your host and uh, Chicago historian and tour guide. You know, this summer, hopefully in the next few months, 
Hopefully this weather will get better. We're, we're trying to uh, encourage Mother Nature to bring some sunshine and uh, blue skies and warm weather out. But hopefully this summer we'll be able to do some uh, interesting tours. I'm working on that. Uh, but if you need me to come in and speak to your group about history of Chicago or, or the automotive industry, uh, you can book me to do that. Also, uh, we do energy savings tips, so we're going to be actually doing that. Check out my website, uh, because every one of the shows that we do here at Talk Zone is actually put on the podcast site. So you can go there 24-7 and listen to one of the shows on the podcast site 24-7. We also have 15 television shows on there, uh, things from museums, automobile museums, to uh, how to polish your motorcycle, how to save you two to five gallons of gas per tank full. In fact, the weather's getting better, and I'm starting to bring out all the stuff. In fact, I washed my car for the first time uh, in months last week, and I did some really cool things. I don't know what it is, but a clean car, it seems like to run faster, and um, it feels like it's uh, the ride is better and everything like that. I am a biker. I do ride a motorcycle. I've been doing that for 25 years. In fact, I'm signing up for some courses, and I will bring you more information on that. Uh, in future shows, but the courses are free through the state of Illinois on riding a motorcycle, safe riding. So even after 25 years, I'm looking forward to learning something about uh, riding my motorcycle. Let you know one thing, though. Um, a couple weeks ago, the weather hit like 50-some-odd degrees, and I got itchy. I took the bike out, and I blew the front tire, the rim, and the rear tire on the bike. I hit a man-eating pothole. You know, six years ago when I started out in radio, my first show was on how to prevent pothole damage. Well, this year we can give you some tips on that. Um, number one is air pressure in the tires. That's big. Uh, the second thing is definitely don't hit the brake when you see the pothole. Go through it. If you hit the brake... That one tire that goes into the pothole gets kind of locked up in there, even a little bit of force, and you do a lot of suspension damage. So uh, if you bounce through the hole, you might not even have any damage. Uh, but I'll tell you right now, in Chicago, I know they're doing a, a, a bang of job trying to fill the potholes, Chicago and suburbs. But there still are a lot of man-eating potholes out there. And, in fact, I'm working on uh, getting you some advice on what to do if you had something like what I had happen, where I bent the rim and blew two tires. So uh city actually pays something. So uh, we're going to let you know all about that in a, a future coming show. But let's get back into my tour of Chicago. You know, I... This city, I, you know, I was born and raised here. I've been here for 60 years, and there's just something about it. Uh, there's something in the water here, folks, because uh, what we have, what we've cre- created after the great Chicago fire is just amazing. You know, over 40 million people visit Chicago annually. That's an amazing, that's an astounding figure. And some of them come for conventions to McCormick Place and that, but a lot of them just come 
because when you look up tourism, uh, great cities to visit and stuff like that, and you start Googling things like that on the Internet, Chicago, Illinois pops up, a city I love. And after spending uh, most of the year downtown, in fact, I'm, I'm contemplating on moving downtown also, but uh, after spending about a year down there, uh, it, it really is something special. So over 40 million people visit annually and spend hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. You know, from the very beginning, I mean, there's so many things that have happened. You know, in my mind, in my my thing with the presidents of the United States, to me, the the the, bat, the best last president we've had was actually Eisenhower, Dwight D. Eisenhower. And the reason I say that is because he was a guy that truly, truly, truly um, built America, put people to work uh, in good-paying jobs with benefits where they could support their family. He's the one that actually built the inner state uh, highway system that we know today. But I want to take you a little bit further back, but this is nowhere near any of the highways that we have. In fact, it's kind of interesting, but it became a, a mecca in the world. I've do, done a lot of tours downtown, and people from Europe especially, when they come to Chicago, they want to know where the beginning of Route 66. They come here, some of them even ship their automobiles and their motorcycles because they want to travel routes, the old Route 66. In America. Well, that was completed in the early 1930s, the historic Route 66. And it actually began in Grant Park, right at the Art Institute of Chicago, at Adams and Michigan. Now, if you go there, I don't know why. One of our politicians didn't like the sign Route 66 on Michigan Avenue. And they actually took it down for a number of years. I don't get it, folks, but, uh, you know, politicians ain't historians, so that's as far as I'm going to go with that one. But there is a sign on Adams, just west of Michigan Avenue, where it says historic Route 66, the beginning. And believe me, folks, it was the beginning from Chicago to L.A. And interesting part about that is, you know, it was really a one-lane highway, one lane in each direction. There's two two lanes of traffic. That's it. But more things. In fact, uh, if you go on the podcast site right now, RichieZ.com, you'll actually see two shows that we did about the history of Route 66 in Illinois with a, a historian, a Chicago, well, a, an Illinois historian of Route 66. His name is John Weiss. And he and I did a wonderful story a number of years ago when I was doing a, a radio show called um, Motor City Madhouse. In fact, we were on AM radio. But uh, let's talk a little bit about McCormick Place on our lakefront, the convention center. Now, the east building of McCormick Place, and that's from Lakeshore Drive to the, to the Lake Michigan shoreline. There's an east building. That was our first... McCormick Place building built back in the early 60s, I believe 60, 61. 
Now, in 67, this steel, concrete, and glass building burnt to the ground. Now, how does that happen, folks? Steel, glass, and concrete? Well, at the time, we had the home convention in there. And they had everything that was in that building at the time, from curtains, drapery, carpeting, furniture, appliances. Do I need to go any further? All of it was fire. You know, it wasn't, it was not fireproof. Everything would burn and burn very, very well if a fire started. Well, they always talk about, uh, oh, I had to have an electrician wire my booth. I had to have this. I had to have that. Well, Folks, I'm going to tell you what happened in that first fire and why it burned to the ground. A vendor back then actually took an extension cord and just cut it and added on to it with another cord and just twisted the two wires together, didn't even put cones on it or tape on it or anything like that, and shoved it underneath the carpeting. They did find the cause of the fire, and that's what it was. Well... After the show, they had all the lights on and this and that. That area got hot underneath the carpet and all. Well, that's where the fire started. Once the fire started, there was no putting it out. It was a contained. It, the whole building was up in flame inside. So, yes, it took out the whole building. They couldn't send firefighters in. Um, you know, we learned a lot from that fire like we have from every other fire. But, uh, you know, safety was very important. Uh, we learned from a lot of fires previously in Chicago and, and in other cities. So I think one security guard lost his life. Uh, but uh, because of a vendor not uh, or doing something with an extension cord that he shouldn't have done, even in his own home or in a garage or anywhere, uh, but that caused a fire and the building burned to the ground. But today, 2014... Chicago enjoys one of the largest convention centers in the world, and we can accommodate people in this great exhibition space in North America. We have an excess of 2,600,000 square feet of convention uh, area in Chicago. You know, working downtown, and I have worked uh, McCormick Place, and I've worked in... Uh, uh, Soldier Field and that I've been in that campus, you know it. There's just something special about Chicago. You know, a few years ago, Chicago did an interesting thing with McCormick Place. Now it's all flat roof up there. If you go up there, there's an area where they are utilizing right now twenty thousand square feet, and they have a green space up there. They actually have a garden up on top of McCormick Place. Now, for all the food in the restaurants that they have throughout McCormick Place, they grow all their own vegetables up on the roof, 20,000 square feet. It's just amazing um, what we've done in Chicago. You know, I think we're, we're coming cl- close to a, a thing, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you to a place where... It, it is one of my favorites, and I'm going to give you a lot of tips about this, and that is Navy Pier. But I'm going to take you on a journey all the way back. Originally, there was supposed to be five piers like this built on our lakefront. 
That's the original draw, the plan of Chicago. Well, Navy Pier, as we know it today, is actually Pier Number 2. The other four were never built. Now, originally it was called the Municipal Pier. And then after World War I, uh, they renamed it Navy Pier because of all the naval people that lost their lives in the war. But Navy Pier, oh gosh, there's so many things you can touch on with it, has really grown into one of the hottest destination points of the city of Chicago. If you are down at the lakefront, join the other 9 million visitors at Navy Pier. Every year we get in excess of 9 million people that go to visit Navy Pier. There's some wonderful shops in there. You can buy souvenirs, great restaurants and bars, entertainment venues. The boats on the outside where you can take uh, cruises for anything from a gourmet dinner cruise with top shelf liquor to uh, just a regular uh, romp around the lakefront, as I call it. One thing I want to mention, though, with Navy Pier is that... Almost at the tip. Now, if you're going to walk the pier, almost at the tip of Navy Pier, there is a beautiful stained glass museum. Folks, I'm running out of time as usual. Thank you for tuning in. Check out my podcast site at richiez.com. That's R-I-C-H-I-E-Z-I-E.com. Thank you for listening. I'll see you again next week, folks. Chef's Cafe and Catering, 3 South Center Street, Bensonville, Illinois. Call 630-766-6030. Quality food, cozy atmosphere. Let us cater your next event. Have your next party or event at Two Chefs. Weddings, birthday parties, showers, funeral luncheons. We can accommodate parties from 10 people to 150 in our elegant establishment. Call 630-766-6030. Mention Chicago History and Automotive Heaven and get 15% off. Folks, email me. Let me know what you think of our show, but also I will get you a voucher. I'll email you back a voucher to get 15% off a meal at Two Chefs Cafe and Catering. Dr. James Izzo, DDS, Miles of Smiles Dental Work, General Dentistry. Call 708 983 3670. We're located at 7234 West North Avenue. That's Cameo Towers in Elmwood Park, Illinois. Call our office and mention Chicago History and Automotive Heaven and get a special on teeth bleaching, teeth whitening, folks. Normally it goes for $199. Mention our show and you get it for $89. Call 708 983 3670. Folks, also, you can go to our website and all of our sponsors are listed. Please patronize our sponsors because without them, we will not be on the air. Magic Video and Television Productions. Complete wedding package includes church ceremony, reception, cake cutting, toast, first dance, and much more. Anniversary, retirement parties, banquets, reunions, any special event. Quality work with digital cameras dedicated to make your event special and memorable. Call 
450 2750. We capture those treasured moments forever.